welcome back to Dysfunctional Dailies. This is your host, Erica. And your host, Monica. I'm like, huh, and you're like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is our second episode. Yeah. I'm sorry, now, like, you're making me, like, feel like I'm smooth jazz over here, and now I'm trying to keep up a good impression. <laughs> yeah, true. So, as we stated on our first episode, uh, we like to try different wines. So, the wine that we're drinking this episode is... Fifth Note Cellar Chardonnay Vigernier. I don't know how to say this fancy stuff. Probably you don't know either. Whatever. Don't at me. Uh, This is a 2018. It's a lush, well-rounded pairing for dishes with touches of herbs, lemongrass, or ginger. Now, uh, one of the pairings that would be good with Korean barbecue. Uh, Now, we're just going to do regular barbecue because we're poor. Uh, So... I like this wine. The first time I tried it, definitely floral notes. It was fruity and tart. Very tropical palate cleansing. That's what I like about this. So after you eat the barbecue and you drink this wine, I could tell that it cleansed my palate. And I really love that about it. Great with meat. And the lemongrass and ginger, very present. Are you tasting the same (laughs) wine that I'm tasting? I'm sorry. Like, I'm trying to, like... Because first time I tried this, um, it was like it smelled really good. It smelled sweet. Oh, God, my tongue. Uh, it's it's palate cleansing. Yes, little, it little. is. It's very <laughs> tart. Very tart. Um, it was very – it was kind of like a lemon head uh, in the form of wine. Uh, and you can yes. definitely taste that ginger. So basically if you ever had sushi and you get the ginger on the side, it's basically eating lemon. So get that little lemon wedge out of your water and then put some ginger on your tongue. That's what it tasted like. Very uh, – feeling it's very it's a very bad feeling it's not as bad after three days in the fridge honestly um you can still feel that spicy ginger in the back of your throat after having it um it's not so sour yes i definitely feel it's lost the floral notes it is less tart but the ginger is more pronounced i definitely believe that the ginger and there's no lemongrass remnant it's just ginger yeah, it's just ginger. There's no lemon. I like it. This is a lot better. I like the wine the first time I had it. Yeah, I did not. <laughs> I don't think this wine oxidizes well. It does not sit in the fridge well. So I would say if you're going to buy it, drink it the first time you get it. Yeah, if you want it to be like its true form, go ahead and do it the first night. If you're like me and you're like, this tastes like shit, just leave it in your fridge for a couple of days and it'll uh, kind of mellow out. It definitely, once it oxidizes, it turns into a totally different wine. Totally different wine. It's it's ginger now. I like ginger. Uh, yeah, like after after a couple of tastes, like it actually didn't taste that bad. That's, that's, that's an A plus right there for Monica. That's pretty good, yeah. Take that little, little lemongrass and all that, that spiciness out. That's pretty good. I like it, yeah. So today's topic is online dating. Now, I know that Monica and I have different points of view on this because unlike Monica, I have done online dating she has not. No, I have not. Um, I feel like, you know, in the beginning when online started doing, like, you know, becoming a thing, a lot of people's like, you know, don't meet strangers on the internet. They're just all, you know, a bunch of rapists and killers. And, you know, it's like, I kind of just, that must be true. Honestly, I just felt like that's true. And I had no uh, interest in dating anyways. So I'm just like, eh, like, I don't really want to just put a picture of myself out there and just have people base me on that to first like talk to me. So I'm more of like a person that I like to meet them through a friend or public setting. Like I'm, I guess, classic. (laughs) 
<laughs> like the classic meeting someone old style. Yeah, old school. I like that. Like where, you know, it's it's a spontaneous meeting. You just happen to meet them. They live down the street from you. You never knew. You, you know what I mean? Like, you know, sappy shit. But yeah, it's very true. We grew up at a time where honestly, uh, computers were brand new to especially me growing up. I think the first computer we had was in my dad's office. It was a brick. Uh, I was alive when they didn't have computers in school. And then we got our first computer lab and it was amazing. So we were born in that era where you were told not to talk to strangers. And now in this time and age, you're posting every single part of your life. So it's definitely different for people that were born in our time, especially growing up low income in the very beginning and later going up to middle class as a family. Because as lower class family, we didn't have all this extra stuff with computers. We didn't have all this, you know, AOL stuff. We had that later on. Let's go ahead and head into story time. It's story, story time. time. Monica, what are your reasons? Like, I, I know that you said that you've heard some bad stories. Honestly, it's just bad stories as in, like, it's just uh, from friends that have dated. You know, I asked around because when I found out that we were doing this piece and it's like, so give me the deets. And all of them are basically like, it's not that bad, but it's not good either. Most of the friends that, that I talk to, it's mostly just like, if I want a quick hookup, then I'm going for it. Um, I'm not trying to meet my, you know, soulmate out here. Like, they're kind of like me, I guess, just my friends personally, that um, they kind of agree with me, where their outlook is uh, for a serious relationship. They don't want to be uh, meeting someone online. I mean, I feel kind of bad because I know that some people do meet online and it's like, you know, it's, it's true love and shit. And then, you know, they get married, have kids. You know, I've seen the eHarmony commercials and stuff that do that. So, you know, like we met in then and we've been married for 10 years. It's like, that's cool, bro. Yeah, good for you. But I know that that doesn't really happen a lot in real life. It just doesn't end up that way. And I've heard so many like, you know, Dateline stories and our parents scared us with all that shit. <laughs> Dateline, like another missing woman. <laughs> You know, she's talking to her friend, you know, whatever, Barbara Walters comes on and it's just like, you know, it's the same old, same old, you know, met some freaky person online, didn't end well, they got murdered, got stabbed, whatever. So that's just all I hear about it. Uh, even my friends, like I said, they kind of use it for a hookup and then that's it. Nothing serious. So I just didn't have very good feelings <laughs> towards online dating. I was like, I'm not going to associate, not to sound proper like her, like it's beneath me. But, you know, like I just felt like, you know, I don't want to get stabbed and I'm not here for a hookup. So definitely I think it has to do with who you're hanging out with, right? Your group of friends. Because I know it's not like that for everyone. It's just right. for me. <laughs> when I was younger, right? When I was younger, my group of friends, mostly everyone had a boyfriend, girlfriend. It's not like we would have these group parties, again, because we're teenagers, right? There may be a group party or two. But again, there wouldn't be outliers who were invited to the party. It would just be our group of friends. There was no chance to meet people through friends. And if they did invite people, they were like, most likely losers who did a whole string of drugs that I was not interested in. Uh, <laughs> so it was a the people who I hung out with weren't the greatest bunch of people. And I didn't want to be with those kind of individuals Two, in my line of work. I don't work with anybody. I work by myself independent. That's it. I don't 
my boss lives in a different state. My coworkers live in different states. I, I don't see anyone. I don't talk to anyone really. That's I just by myself. So it's not like I could go in and say, hey, Dave, how are you doing? Whatever. I did not have a chance to meet people. So I saw online dating. Um, and there's different online dating sites. I was pre-Tinder later toward <laughs> after the years. I tried Tinder, did not like it because, again, that is like mostly purely hookups. So you admit it, you're on Tinder. You oh, I tried Tinder. I never got some hot hookups. <laughs> never met anyone on Tinder. I, I will be honest, never met anyone on Tinder. I tried eHarmony. I paid for six months. And every single person I try to talk to on eHarmony, both of you guys have to have accounts and pay in order to talk to each other. And so the other dude couldn't respond to my messages or could only respond twice to my messages because that's the amount of messages they give you to respond. Uh, so I could not talk to anyone. And everyone who did, did message me that had an account I did not click with. Uh, so that went on for six months and it was absolutely horrible. I did not meet anyone on that one. Uh, plenty of fish. I hate to admit, it's like the sketchiest, creepiest site out there. I use plenty of fish most of the time. Um, wow. I hated OkCupid. Yeah, I hated OkCupid, <laughs> but I actually know people who've met on OkCupid and have got married. So, I mean, that's what it says about me. What I did to protect my privacy is I never mentioned my last name. I downloaded an app called TextFree. And so I never gave out my personal phone number. I never met up at my house. I never told them my address. And I talked to them for at least two months before meeting them up in person. If they did not want to keep the communication up, if they were getting angry because we weren't meeting up after a week of talking, I knew that right then and there they weren't the person for me. It was hard. Especially because I was dating while being a parent. And you have to think, do you mention having a child? Do you mention this? Do you mention that? I remember one time talking to a guy for a while, and I'm like, I do have a child. Because he asked. Um, if someone straight up asks, hey, do you have kids? Yes, because I won't lie. But I won't bring it up until they do. And so this one guy asked if I had a kid, and I said, yes, I do. And he got mad. He's like, why isn't that on your profile? And I'm like, well, it's not not on my profile because you have an option to not answer and an option to answer it. I opted not to answer it. And again, he didn't ask me the question, so I did not bring it up. Uh, you have to be careful on these dating sites because there are major creeps out there. And I would hate to see it, but predators, you know? Yeah. They try to get like, you know, vulnerable women and Yes, you've heard these stories so many times. And so again, that was a major thing for me. And I honestly would not, if they did not ask, I would not bring it up. And if we went on dates, I would say, Hey, I have a child, A B C D. And the dudes that were pretty decent they understood. They knew, like, yeah, you got to be safe out there. I totally understand. I'm okay with it. They were decent human beings. I met some frogs out there. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Uh, <laughs> yes. So there was uh, there was this one story. I forget his name. Let's call him Adam. I honestly forgot his name. I met him at a restaurant and I brought my friend Kristen with me because every time I met someone for the first time, I told them, hey, I'm bringing a friend. And I've had a couple of guys that were like, why are you bringing a friend? That's stupid. Why? Da -da 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 -da. And I'm like, okay, then we're not meeting. 
And I, I would just stop talking to them. I'm like, if there's a reason that you don't want me to be safe, there's something going on with this situation. Yeah, that's weird. And so if they were okay with me bringing in a friend, and again, most of them were like, you got to be safe. Totally cool. They were okay with it. They're like, it's just the first date, right? Yep. I just need to make sure you're not a psycho, right? Okay. So we met about a bar, restaurant kind of thing, kind of like a brick house tavern. And we met, let me tell you, this guy used those MySpace angles. Do you know what I'm talking about? Those MySpace angles? Oh, no. So I met him and he looked totally different. Totally different from the picture. (laughs) He, yes, he did with those angles. While Kristen, my friend, was there, he admitted that he had a child. Oh, okay. I asked him, I asked him before if he had children. And he said that his child died. Okay. And I was like, I was like, that is so sad. Oh my gosh. Like, I, I felt for the dude, right? He tells my friend that no, she's not dead, but she's alive and that she was adopted out to someone else. What the fuck? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, so what happened? So she didn't die? That's fucking weird. I'm sorry, but like, who would lie about their kid dying? Yeah, that's bad juju. Yeah. That's bad juju, girl. And red flag number one. And then he's like, well, the mom went to a psych ward. And I was like, oh, okay, was there, is there a reason that you couldn't raise your child? Is there like, because, hey, I do, if you want to give your child up because you cannot financially support them, that is admirable. I do not judge you. That is your life. And he just said that this family was loving. He did not have the money to support her. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm so there for you. Like, that's great. And, you know, the, and he said that um, they send him pictures, you know, stuff like that. And then he goes to say, I just honestly don't want anything to do with the child. And I just want to pretend that it's gone. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Why? You know, I'm like, <laughs> what? So to him, she is dead. She's, she's. Right. And that, and, and that is why he said she was dead. He's like, that's why I just say that she's dead. So why even bring up the fucking child? Like, if, if you want to say, like, she's dead, that's then why I'm do saying. you say, yeah, she died with right. the mom in the psych ward? Right. Like, say, like, she fucking killed the kid. Like, why right. make up this thing? Like, why be what? honest like that? Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. So, uh, Erica is not a good person at this time and date. Uh, (laughs) She does not judge characters well. And she's a little bit drunk at this time. So he's like, hey, I have a house. It's like an hour away. He drove an hour to see me. I'm like, hey, why not? Right. So I drive back to this guy's house and nothing happens. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Huh? With with. Oh, no. By myself. By myself. On the first um, day? Nothing happened. Yeah. Bitch, no! Did I, say, did, I, did I say it was a smart move? No, I did not. So we go in there, and he's like, shush, be quiet. And I'm like, well, don't you own this house with your friend? Why do we have to be quiet? And he's like, just be quiet. And so we go up to his room. We're watching TV. He has a bunk bed and a bed in the room. And I'm like, why do you have a bunk bed and a bed in your room? And he's all like, oh, it's for my roommate's kids when they stay here. I just go stay in it. And I'm like, okay, whatever, right? And so I fall asleep. And I think, okay, he's going to make a move on me. He does not make a move on me. He falls asleep. And then I'm like, hey. And I wake him up. And when I try to wake him up, he jerks up and grabs me. And he's like, what's going on? And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, oh, my God. And I'm like, I'm going home. And he's like, okay. And so I'm like, this whole situation's weird. I Googled him. And I found out 
that the house is owned by his father or his grandfather because they both had the same last name. And it said the age, it says the age of the person who owns the house if you look it up. And so I messaged him and I'm like, look, I just looked this up and he got, he's like, why would you look it up? That's so crazy. Why would you look this information up? Are you stalking me? And I said, no, but I wanted to know because you lied to me about the kid. I want to see if you're lying to me about the house. And he's like, of course, it's my dad's house. I live with my dad. And I'm like, so what? So why'd you lie to me? You know that I live with my parents, which I did at the time. And he's like, what kind of 28 year old would own their own house? Why? I mean, come on. You must have known that I was lying. What? Yes. And I'm just like, no, I thought that honestly, you and your friend bought the house together because you said you did. So you lied to me. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, look, I don't want anything to do with you. Months go by, whatever. He sees me plenty of fish again. And he messages me and he's like, hey, how's it going? Do you want to meet up? Da, da, da. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, sure. We can grab a beer as friends. And he's like, I've already told you that I don't see women as friends. It's weird that men and women are friends. Men are only friends with women if they want to have sex. And I'm just like, I have plenty of guy friends and we're just friends. So I don't get that logic. It find out that he got a girl pregnant. She ran off, left him to be with a younger man. And I'm just like, okay, so you're going to try to get park custody? What are you doing? And he's like, no, I don't want to be in the kid's life. And I'm like, okay. And, he, and I'm like, but you want to be in the kid's life if the girl's with you. And he's like, yeah, if she's with me, I'll be in the kid's life. Wow. From then on, I was just like, this is not going to work. Well, when, when how many flags was that, Erica? I'm sorry, but... <laughs> Like, I'm just looking at you like, why the fuck would you even, like, talk to him if he lied about, like, oh, my kid died? It's like, no, she didn't. She's just dead to you. Like, that's like, you said, that's number one. I'm like, no, that should have been that. That's it. That's flat. Done. I'm, I'm gone. Okay. Th this is why we're totally different people. Uh, I was, I wanted a relationship. Like, my whole entire life, I was like, I just want to meet someone. You were totally different. You liked being by yourself. You liked going out with your friends. You didn't seek a relationship. I was totally different. I have, like, codependency issues. Like, I'm a total love nut. And you know that about me. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I didn't know that. This is the first time I ever heard that story. I'm sorry, Erica. If I was Kristen, I would have literally been slapping the hell out. Don't go to this man's house! I mean, I guess uh, for me, honestly, it's like I never was actively seeking for a relationship because it's not that like I enjoyed being I mean I do enjoy being by myself but at the same time it's just like I only want to be with someone if it's fun to be with them and I can be myself like I don't want to have to try in a relationship and I don't want to have to I mean I'm sorry I'm the type of person where if you can annoy me I'm going to tell you that you annoy me and I'm just going to leave I'm not going to put up with anything if I feel like I don't have to put up with anything it's like it should be an easy relationship. And, you know, thankfully I found that with my husband now. And uh, he's great. You know, easy. He's my best friend. Uh, it's fun to be with him. Uh, yeah, I mean, the first two relationships, I don't even count them as relationships. Those two guys did. I don't. I mean, and I feel bad about it. But at the same time, it's just like after a week of just hanging out with them, like they immediately said, oh, that's my girlfriend. I'm like, who, who asked me to be your girlfriend? Like, no one asked me. Yeah, like, who's your girlfriend? Like, no one said anything to me. And then being with them, I'm sorry, but it's just, like, it was a chore, and it wasn't fun. And I'm just, like, 
I knew right away. I'm like, yeah, no, like, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to do this. <laughs> My last boyfriend from online, because, oh, there was another guy too, but we're not even going to get into that story this episode. But you, we will call him Robert. Do you remember Robert? The banker? Yes. The bald guy? Yeah. What happened to him? I don't even like <laughs> What happened to him? What happened to him? So this man, I swear, no one liked except for my grandmother. And my grandmother is a horrible taste in character. I mean, he was knockoff Mr. Clean. I didn't like him when I first met him. Like, he was just a weird guy. He was a dick. Honest. 100%. I met him online. He was decent enough. He had a great pedigree, honestly. I was like, he has pedigree. a great family. Oh, okay. Pedigree. Yeah, his his parents were well off. He was rich. Um, pedigree. <laughs> not really. But, I mean, his yeah, his parents were well off. Like, he was a nice enough guy. He worked at a bank. You know, he's hoity-toity. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe, like, he'd be interested in me. And, oh, my gosh, like, he could support. And yada, yada, yada. And so this is me after all of these crazy relationships and me not looking for love and just trying to find a decent human being as a partner. So every person that met him, mother, father, best friend, Monica, everyone, I was like, so what do you think? Erica, as long as you're happy. What do you mean? We we just know that you just go have a good time, Erica. Just enjoy this relationship. <laughs> <laughs> you you do you. No, I didn't do that. I was like, I don't like him. I don't like him. I don't like that guy. He was pompous. Yeah. He was pompous. He thought he was better. I mean, he was not a fun guy to be around. And he eventually broke up with me. I was not upset. Because at the same time, I was cheating on him our whole relationship. Oh, God, Erica. Like, you didn't tell me that. You know, you say, like, these horrible guys, but then you're like, but I was doing this on the side. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> no, but, I mean, I knew he wasn't into it. Like, he was really rude sometimes. Like, he would make comments about my weight, even though he dated much larger women than me. And I was curvy at the time. I wasn't anything unsightly. He, I would have cigarettes every now and then, and he would always comment about cigarettes, which I get. That's your honest opinion, whatever. At that time, I was between jobs. And again, he would like, when are you going to get a job? Yada, yada, yada. And I'm kind of like, you're not paying for anything. I'm paying for my stuff when we go out. Like, yeah, he would pay for me sometimes, but it's not like I was asking him to pick up the check every time. But yeah, he was, while dating me, the girl that he's now married to knew that he was dating me and like they were having a relationship on the side and she knew about it. And he told me later on that she was like, I don't care if you're in a relationship, I'm going to make you my man. And it's whatever. He tried to hook up with me many, many times, like right before the marriage. So I don't feel so bad. Wait, he, wait, he tried to hate hook up with you? Oh, yeah. He would text me all the time trying to hook up with me. That is hilarious. Oh, yeah. When I moved out of my house, he's like, can I come over? Can we hang out? Like, can we? Wait, and I'm were you like, still talking to him? No, he would message me. But how did he find out that you moved out? Oh, because, like, yeah, he would be like, hey, how are you? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm cool. Like, I would just talk to him as a friend. But, like, he would message me why, and, like, try to hook up with me. Why do people try to do that? Like, you don't be friends with your exes. What's wrong with people? You can't be friends with your exes. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, you, I've already told you, like, I'm, I'm, a, there's stuff wrong with me, so. You're so silly. <laughs> Justin is all you need now. Yeah, we're married. Like, he is the most 
amazingest human being ever in my entire life. Amazingest. He's he is he's the most amazingest human being. <laughs> um, he's like the first person that has actually like loved me. If that makes any sense, I feel like the other guys liked me. But I feel like they also used me, in a sense. You feel like Justin actually loves you. Yes, like he actually cares for me at a deeper level. He'll actually put in the work for a relationship. Yeah. And, I mean, that's honestly what a relationship should be. I don't think meeting someone online is a great way. Even though I've done it, I don't think it's a great way to meet a partner. Thank you. So that's that's the end of the episode. We are both agreeing that online dating is shit. And you get creepy psychos. Oh my gosh. Thank you for joining us today. <laughs> Next time on Dysfunctional Dailies. Let's head into whatever pops your cork. Pop it off. Hello. Yeah. I mean, most of the people that I did date in the past, I met from online. Yeah. I want to say, like, most of my boyfriends did. I Only two of my didn't. And both of those people I had serious relationships with. The people that I did not meet online, I had serious relationships with. Yeah. I mean, with me, I never did online dating. I thought it was kind of useless. Uh, Erica proved my point. I don't think it's safe, <laughs> but for the people that that do, you know, they, they meet their true love online, uh, that's great. Um, I honestly, just in my opinion, I feel like, you know, you're one of the rare ones and that's great for you guys to genuinely love each other online and, and meet each other and want to spend the rest of your lives together. You were meant to be. That's my opinion. Kudos to you. Great. That's awesome. Uh, it's just, um, you know, I don't think it happens very often, uh, sadly. And that's just because, you know, most of humanity is just scum. But, you know. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> I'm just joking. But, <laughs> but buff our realsies, though. <laughs> Online dating is different from meeting someone on social media. Yeah, it's, it is. It is different. I mean, for some reason, people will just, like, they'll never act like that in real person on social media. If you know the real name, you know, it's just a bunch of trolls when you're online dating. I met my husband on Facebook. Uh, we both had the same hobby of podcasting. And I got into podcasting. I met people from online forums through Facebook. And that's how we met. And I know that our older sister met through forums on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, so I definitely believe that online dating and meeting someone through the interwebs is totally different. Yeah, I do too. I met, I know two other friends that made on AOL way back when AOL. And they're married. They've been married for like forever. And then I have another set of friends who met on MySpace. So oh, MySpace. I know. That was such a good times days. back then. Like it was it was literally like amazing. I saw this tweet. I know that's like off totally off topic. But I saw <laughs> <laughs> I saw this tweet, uh this uh this teeny bopper, this uh teenager, she uh posted, she said, On Twitter, why don't we have our favorite band, our favorite song playing when they go to our page and someone replied like there are kids that don't know what myspace is and i'm just like you poor soul like you don't understand how amazing it was you got to decorate your own fan page i know know. like all your favorite songs and you got to put those bitches on a totem like you know this is my favorite bitch. this is my last favorite (laughs) bitch know your place everyone knew their place in the friendship like everyone knew who who was who. It's like, why am I number two this week? And they're like, well, like, what'd you, you do? Know you did, no, bitch. You did. 
You put your friends on a ranking list. You put your friends on a ranking list. You told everyone, like, what your favorite music was. It started playing when you got on that hoe. Like, you, you know, you had R. Kelly as your background. You had all the, like, and I also felt like you're, like, a little code person. You're like, oh, like, I'm doing all this code from doing my little back page. It was amazing. It It really was. It was fun. I mean, I don't know what happened, but I guess Facebook just got more popular and look at it now. <laughs> so every every good thing must come to an end, I guess. But yeah. It's very true. It's very true. You know what? Um, let's head into some news. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey girl. So speaking about love and all that good stuff. Um, the other day, uh, I forgot who who brought this up. I did. I saw an article. You saw an article and you started talking. Wasn't it like on Google? It just like popped up. And then like someone was saying, yeah, that happens. And we're like, what the f- What? When yes. did this start happening? And they're like, yeah, everyone knows this. I didn't fucking know this. I didn't know. So obviously not everyone did. Oral sex can give you cancer. It can give you throat cancer. Who did not tell me? I didn't learn this in school. This is something I need to learn in school because I've been, you know, I've been doing some stuff and I don't want that throat <laughs> cancer. I rebuke it. We thought we were being safe. We were not. I thought I was safe. <laughs> Too much oral sex can lead to an increased risk of mouth and throat cancer, according to a new study that looked into a correlation between giving head and getting human papillovirus, which is HPV. A team of researchers from John Hopkins University got more than 500 people to complete a behavioral survey on their sexual activities over several years. About a third of participants had been diagnosed with HPV, and two-thirds hadn't. Main points of interest included an individual's age, their total number of sexual partners, oh, the age of their sexual initiation, and the number of people they performed oral sex on within a short time period. Michael Douglas got throat cancer. Because of all the oral sex he did. He said, I'd do it again, bitch. <laughs> I would do it again, bitch. Like, ah! like you go, Michael Douglas. Like, you take I mean, one for the team. Like, <laughs> <laughs> a man enjoys what he enjoys. I mean, honestly, uh, I've never heard of this before. Um, I feel like there's, I mean, I don't know. Like, I've never heard anyone talk about this either. I would expect a lot of more people to be, uh, you know, I'm... I'm very, uh, I guess you could say, uh, in the beginning of my relationship with my husband. Because, you know, past couple of dates that I had, I knew that it wasn't going to lead anywhere because I'm like, I just don't, I don't feel it. You know, I'm not clicking with this person. Mm -hmm. Uh, But with my husband, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, like, I like this dude. (laughs) Like, I was like, this this could, this could work. (laughs) And uh, when we started, you know, having... You know, like, you know, getting frisky with each other. He introduced me to a whole new world of, like, you know, condoms and there's different types of condoms. I had no idea. Did you know that they make condoms that are specifically for oral sex? Don't laugh at me. I know everyone that's listening to this is probably going to be laughing. It's like, yes, bitch, this is not new. It was new to me. Okay? (laughs) I didn't know. I didn't know that there's a specific condom just for oral sex and that if you put the the condom that tastes like apple in your Yahoo, you can get, like, infections from that because all that sugar. Did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that either. 
not saying it happened, but I did not know that either. Yeah, I mean, I feel like th- they should be telling kids this. I mean, that's just my opinion. I mean, like... That's like a great incentive not to do oral sex. Yeah, I mean, it's... No, but they... they okay, so this American Cancer Society peer-reviewed journal, they indicated that having 10 prior oral sex partners is linked to a 4.3 times greater likelihood of contracting HPV-related cancer of the mouth and throat. And that having oral sex at a younger age and more partners in a shorter time period are both associated with higher risk. This is something they should be telling kids. Like, why aren't they telling they kids this? They should be this? telling kids this. I mean... This is a great deterrent. I mean, yeah, it is. I mean, you'll get cancer if you keep, like, you know, giving head. I mean, honestly, it's just like, well, I mean, for the girls, it'll be a great excuse. But also for the guys, too. They're like, I don't want to get throat cancer. Oh, <laughs> <But laughs> uh, that is all you would hear from the boys. It's just like, they don't have female condoms. <laughs> I mean, honestly, we grew up in Texas, so there wasn't – we were taught abstinence. That was what everywhere in Texas you're taught abstinence. I believe that everyone should be taught prevention and we should know about all these things because, honestly, after I had my first kid, I didn't know babies ate every two hours. They told me that after I gave birth. And I was like, what? They they what? I did not know that. And if I knew that, I probably would have been more careful. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think that they need to tell kids and women more, and they're not. Yeah, they're not. I mean, honestly, you know, I saw those kids, like, in high school where they would have those babies, and it's like, oh, that looks, like, fun. But then after a couple of days, you'd see them, they look so haggard, and it's like, oh, I guess they didn't, they didn't have a good time. They should make that mandatory for all kids. Yeah. They really should, because it really teaches you, and it's lifelike. I mean, they cry, they need to be changed, they have to be, and it's like you have these little sensors and these codes and stuff that you have to, like, put put up against the baby to, like, feed them or to change them. And it's really realistic, and they should be doing that for kids. They just don't have money. I would have been a lot more prepared. They gave us an egg, and they're like, "Take care of your egg." That don't that don't do shit. That doesn't teach me that anything. Don't do nothing. I killed my egg. Okay, within the first day, I killed it, and I just bought a new one. I said, "This is Frank." Yep. <laughs> I mean, but seriously, they should do that for every class, for every year, for every student. And it all comes down to money. We don't have enough money. We don't have a big enough budget. We can't do that. Come on, dude. Like, if you're actually going to teach a class on sexual education, that that needs to be part of it. It honestly does. It does. It really does. Yeah. Because this is ridiculous. Next in news, Kim and Kanye are breaking up. Yeah, who didn't see that coming after the, uh, who was that one guy, Kenny G? All the Finn one stem roses and vases in her in her in her weird mansion. Her weird uh their whole relationship is weird. There are rumors that Kanye West has been having a relationship with Jeffree Star. I mean, all this crazy nonsense. Is it bad that you you like you can't you can kind of see that happening? Like it's not surprising if that really did happen i can i can totally see it happening i can totally, I, I can see, totally that happening. see it happening i mean jeffree star keeps saying that it never happened and blah 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 but it's just like i can see i can see it happening maybe it'll happen now now that the thoughts in your head i mean maybe something magical can happen you know what you know like it's just like he can make a new song paired with your new makeup line i'm just saying collaborate i honestly think this is just a political move because Kanye was outwardly pro-Trump and I think he was making Kim's image look too bad and I think it was just the last straw and she had to divorce him. Yeah, probably. It's all political. 
I mean, she was married all of two days and had, like, a $11 million wedding to that football player. You remember, like, E! News had, like, it all streamed and everything. And then two days later, they got a divorce. Yeah. And the football player was like, I really loved her. And she was just using me for her show and yada, yada, yada. It's just insane. I mean, it go- Kanye moves 500 shoes from the house. Who has 500 shoes? Yeah. Kanye wants to move the kids out of L.A. to raise. What? Like, yeah, he feels like L.A. is, like, toxic or something, and he wanted to move the kids out of L.A. to raise them, I guess, more wholesome. But and I think he's mentally ill. He is mentally ill. He's bipolar. He has a lot of demons, a lot of issues. There's something going on with him right now, and he needs to seek some help. I'm being totally serious. Like, I think that he's on a downward spiral, yeah. and people have been saying it for years. Like, he's just being a zealot. It's just insane. I mean, uh, I, I really don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Um, I don't know if he, I mean, maybe Kim and, uh, you know, their family is a very, you know, big support system and they're trying to help him. I mean, I really don't know because I don't know the insides of their life. But, um, Mm -hmm. you know, now that she's leaving him, it could be because, you know, she keeps trying to help him or it could be because she's just kind of tired and she just doesn't want to deal with it anymore. Or it could be like, you know, like you said, a political, not a political move, but like kind of like you're making my image bad so i'm just gonna leave you it could be you know any of those things but you know of course we don't know but i just feel bad for him because obviously he's sick uh he does need help uh someone needs to help him because he's just obviously he's not getting it he's not getting help that he needs so i don't know who is his who's in his corner right now like since his wife's leaving him i don't know if she's gonna be there for him because you know that is the father of a children there must be some type of love there i mean i honestly don't know what their relationship's like or how it's progressed over the years, you know. I mean, he said some really nasty things about her, um, personal things about her. So I can see where it would just get to the point where she just needs to leave for her own mental health. I can totally see that. I mean, living with someone like that, it's just, it's really draining, you know. And especially if you really love them. And it's, it's. I feel for her, you know. Like, if that's the case. Like, even if it's like, if you think the worst about her. I mean, living with someone that's like that 24-7, obviously they're mentally, something's going on. Like, that's just draining. I would have left 10 years ago. it's like, I would have done that too. Like, that's just for my own mental health. Like, I wouldn't be able to do that. So kudos for her for sticking in there as long as she did. I think the quarantine got to him. Being stuck with each other more. Yeah, quarantine has gotten to a lot of people. And it's just like, there's no space. There's no way to, to get away from them. Just have like a little bit time for yourself. So that's just, it really sucks. Um, a lot of people have gotten divorced, broken up over this and, you know, a lot of domestic violence as well. So it's just a tough situation all around for everyone right now. Yeah, it's been kind of a shitty year, hasn't it? (laughs) Well, shitty past two years, so. I still remember the time where Kim forgot her own child in the hotel and had to go back inside and then leave again with her child and the paparazzi saw everything. It was amazing. Yeah, that was pretty bad. That is the end of episode two. All right. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Right now, we are not on any major podcatchers, but you can catch us on dysfunctionaldailies.com. We have all our information there. You can follow me anywhere at The Raging Erica. I'm so like... Okay, there we go. I'm at B-U-T-T-A-N-U-T-S... Q-U-A-S-H-S, Butternut Squashes. I feel like I need a new handle. I'm sorry. You should. Yeah. (laughs) I need a new handle. Like, this is a mouthful. It's Butternut Squashes, bitches. Follow me on that. Find me. Okay, guys. We will catch you next week. Have a great night. (laughs) Okay, stop. So sorry.